News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. ...have approved the ban on the sale of petrol and diesel cars from 2035. And Geraldine Herbert, motoring journalist and motoring editor, in fact, at the Sunday Independent, joins us now. Good morning to you, Geraldine. Um, what will this mean for Irish consumers? Well, it's an interesting one, Kira, because obviously since 2019, we've had a 2030 ban, or the government have spoken about a 2030 ban, which actually could never happen because we would have had to change the EU law. So now we're looking at a 2035 ban, but all of our transport climate plans are based on the fact that 100% of our new car sales will be electric by 2030. So this, I would have thought, throws the government's plans, uh, you know, makes them slightly precarious. The only thing that might work in the government's favour or in the plan's favour is the UK are still pursuing a 2030 ban. If they do that, and they may well revert back to a 2035, but if they do a 2030, it'll mean there'll be a limited supply, a severely limited supply of right-hand drive petrol and diesel cars coming into the country from 2030 onwards. So we might be faced with a de facto ban. Okay. Um, obviously, this is on new cars. What happened? Like my car, I know it's probably not particularly environmentally friendly, although I was told it was at one point, is a diesel car and it's a few years old. Like, will I be able to keep it on the road if I choose to? A lot of people would say that the, the greenest car you have is, is the one that isn't new, if you know what I mean. It's the one that you keep going. Yeah, this ban will only impact new cars. And basically what the EU are looking at is if they ban the sale of new petrol and diesel by 2035, then by 2050, most petrol and diesel cars will be off the roads. That's allowing for sort of a 15-year lifespan. And that's if you bought a car, obviously, you know, in 2034. So there'll be no issue for people who are driving petrol and diesel cars. You'll be able to buy them right up, if they'll be available, of course, right up to the ban. It'll only impact new car sales. Okay. Uh, Will you explain to us what e-fuels are for people like are, are we talking about that all the vehicles on our roads going forward will be electric or, or, or will they be running on on other things it sounds a bit space agey to me but other things Geraldine well, I mean, you know, hydrogen cars have not been ruled out, so it's quite possible there'll be battery electric and hydrogen. E-fuels are an interesting one, and the Germans threw a spanner in the works at the very last minute, even though this deal was basically about to be rubber-stamped and, and it got this as an exemption. They're basically uh, made from they're renewable, um, they're made from renewable hydrogen, or renewable, um, yes, yeah, from renewable hydrogen, I suppose is the easiest way to explain it, but nobody is making them in any large yeah. scale at the moment, Kira. They're incredibly energy-intensive, they're incredibly expensive, Poor which probably the means they're not putting that any money into it, and they're green. not even looking at putting them into cars on the road. They're looking at using them for their own racing series. So these are very much a fuel of the future, yeah. and I don't think anybody is really betting on these saving um, petrol and diesel cars in the future. To be honest, okay. So certainly by by, by the twenty thirty or the twenty thirty five, depending on on how it all plays out, we're probably looking at, at just everyone buying automatic EVs if they're buying a new car or even a second hand car at some point. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the car industry is moving towards sort of a 2030, 2035 deadline themselves. There's no longer um, money being invested in petrol or diesel engines. So that is what we're looking at, really. That's where the, the industry is moving. So the ban just really puts a rubber stamp on 2035 as the end for new cars. OK. And lastly, uh, and maybe it's a foolish question, if somebody has a petrol or a diesel car and they would like to not pay money for another car or they want to keep their car for various reasons. Is there a way of of, of converting cars that are currently petrol and diesel into something more green? 
Yeah, you can convert cars into electric. It's very niche at the moment, whether or not it'll develop into anything large scale, but it is possible to do it. The big problem is the expertise to do it more than anything. It's not something that most people could take on themselves. But I mean, there are companies out there who see that eventually what you'll be able to do is, you know, just buy a kit and swap out your engine for an electric car. Whether that happens on any sort of large scale, as I said, is debatable. But I mean, there are people working on it at the moment. Okay. look, thank you very much for speaking to us as ever. That is Geraldine Herbert there, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.